The Shorter Catechism begins by declaring that the chief purpose of our lives is to find endless holiness and happiness in God. Hello, this is Pastor James. Join me as I go through the Westminster Shorter Catechism week by week, unpacking what it means for us to be holy and happy. We all live in the unhappy tension of desiring perfect and unending holiness and happiness on the one hand, and being acutely aware of our own limitedness and failures on the other. Consequently, as mortal human beings, we all have the tendency to try to normalize imperfection and brokenness. As the saying goes, to err is human, to forgive divine. We all indeed err and make mistakes. After all, we would reason, we are all fallen, we are all sinners, and nobody is perfect. While many of us would rather not inquire into the reason for our fallenness, choosing instead to situate ourselves in the wider brokenness of the world as we know it, the Bible tells the story of an original holiness and happiness ruined and cursed by man's sin. You see, decay, corruption, and death were never meant to be normal, neither in ourselves nor in the world that we live in. We may recall from an earlier lesson that everything that God created in the universe, including ourselves, was originally good. Genesis chapter 1 verse 31 tells us that at the end of the creation week, God beheld everything that he had made, and behold, it was very good. This goodness of creation still remains to a certain degree, even after the fall. But with the intrusion of sin into humanity and into the world, original holiness and happiness are now unreachable apart from God's mercy. If we are to properly understand ourselves, our world, and the hope that is on offer for us and for the world because of God's mercy, we must first understand why we are in the mess that we now find ourselves in. This is what question 13 of our catechism is concerned to teach us. Question 13. Did our first parents continue in the estate in which they were created? Answer. Our first parents, being left to the freedom of their own will, fell from the estate in which they were created by sinning against God. It is important for us to understand that there was nothing sinful or defective with the free will that our first parents possessed. It was a good thing for them to be endowed with both the freedom and the capacity to live happily for God's glory. Rather, it was their attempted autonomy that was the problem. Being left to the freedom of their own will, Adam and Eve were unrestrained to live out the life of holiness and happiness that God had fully fitted them for. Along with this freedom to obey, however, 
was also the freedom to disobey. This was the test that they had to pass while on probation under the covenant of life. The right choice would have been to continue in the good path of life, in faithfulness to their Creator and God. Unfortunately, our first parents did not continue in the estate in which they were created. They sinned against God by breaking God's simple command, attempting to cut themselves loose from God's good rule and rules. Apparently, it was not enough for them to be made in the image of God. They wanted themselves to be equal with God. As a result, the public man Adam dispossessed himself and all of humanity in him of the original estate of holiness and happiness in which he was created. This is the reason why sin, decay, and death are the anti-realities that now attend us and the world that we find ourselves in. As Ecclesiastes chapter 7 verse 29 reminds us, God made man upright, but they have sought out many schemes. This program was brought to you by Pilgrim Community Church, a confessional Presbyterian church that meets in Cubao, Quezon City. For more information, please visit our website at pilgrimcommunity.church.